you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schissler, also known as Blazin' Bob. Hey, hey, Ja. Glad to be back as always. All right. And I'm also here with Anthony Fox, also known as The Runs. What's up, guys? How's it going? You don't sound nearly as enthusiastic as Bob. You got to work on that. What's up, guys? How's it going? There you go. That's what we want to hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now that Anthony has got the party started, this is episode number 66. We are recording on July 25th for release on July 26th. Uh, not much has happened this, in this week compared to the past two weeks, uh, but, you know, we are going to talk about the possibility of some new weapon skins or even new weapon models. The Masquerade comic came out last week, and that was pretty awesome. And we're also going to talk about boosts and competitive. Uh, but we do have a bunch of weekly updates to go over, including uh, Jeff Kaplan addressing balance updates, uh, Roadhog changes coming up onto the PTR and network connection issues. Uh, we're going to get into that. But uh, the first thing I want to do is welcome anybody who is listening to the show for the very first time. Thank you very much for taking the time to come and check us out. We know uh, there's tons of podcasts to listen to, and you are listening to us right now, so thank you very much. Uh, For the new guys... We do talk about Overwatch news and competitive and esports, but the primary focus of the show is the Overwatch community and the state of the game. So even when we do talk about news, esports, competitive, it usually focuses around how does it affect the community and stuff like that. If you do enjoy the show and you want to keep up with us, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash watchpoint radio. And you can also join us on our Discord, which is discord.mash4.me. That's discord.mash, the number four dot me. And uh, yeah, I've been seeing more and more people come in there. We've been having some pretty good conversations, mostly thanks to Bob. Bob is uh, he, Bob loves to talk and chat. Talk, type, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so come talk to Bob so he doesn't get lonely. <laughs> All right? Ronry. Uh, Ronry. Gotcha. Okay. Bob doesn't get lonely. He gets Ronry. Um, <laughs> let's get into some community feedback. First, we're going to do another iTunes review uh, from Autumn to Saul. Thank you very much for t- for it. It was a four-star review. Thanks for uh, taking the time to put a review in and uh, give us a rating. Uh, <laughs> is the title of his, uh, of his uh, review, though, was The Sound Quality is Meh. <laughs> and he writes, one of the dudes' always, audio always seems like it skips. Might be the 1.5 speed. Sh- good show, but it throws me off. Um, so thanks a lot, uh, even though you think the sound quality is meh. But you are listening to a 1.5 uh, times speed. And depending on what, uh, I guess, device you're listening to, 
it sounds a little different because like when I do the edits for the show, when I'm just doing the final proofing, I also listen to it at 1.5 time speed. And it sounds different than if I'm like on uh, watching it on YouTube again, or if I'm listening through iTunes and I put it at 1.5 time speed. So it could be that um, because I really haven't noticed any skipping myself. If, I mean, if you could, if you want to, you can send me like a sound clip of what you're hearing and maybe I can see what I can do about that. Um, but I, like I said, it might be that it's 1.5 times speed, but thanks a lot for putting the review on. We appreciate it. Uh, from Twitter, totally drunk right before the show. I said, you know, if you have any questions you want to put on, you want, you know, in the show, you know, tag it with WPR live and we'll try to go, you know, uh, into it, I and this. I thought this was a—I thought this was a good, uh, good question from totally, totally drunk. He says, "How do you feel about blazing clicks becoming a meme?" Blazing Bob. So I think Bob's going to have to explain that one. Bob, well, you have some explaining to do. Well, my wife recently joined the Cavalry Podcast, and the other last Wednesday, it was her first time on, and. I didn't think that her Yeti would pick up me across the room playing Lucio with the, but it sure did. And I had to sit there at work the next day and just cringe listening to that, knowing it was my fault and felt really bad, but we got new mics. So maybe that'll help. And I probably won't be playing Lucio while she's, casting and once she live once she live streams and i'll just watch that so shouldn't happen again disturbing other podcasts bob that's not how we work here okay so because bob is fucking up somebody else's podcast i'm gonna lend a, a, a olive branch here if that's still an issue with the new mics uh let me know and depending on what software they use for editing i can kind of help them maybe get rid of it so We'll see. I am willing to help since Bob is fucking up other podcasts. That's not the mash those buttons way, Bob. I was mashing those <laughs> buttons. Actually, that is true. You were mashing <laughs> the buttons. <laughs> but hey, something good came out of it because now Anthony has a, a new mic. He has my snowball. So... Yeah, Whoa. that's why he doesn't sound like shit today. Easy there, Bob. <laughs> 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 Ooh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so I hope uh maybe that'll help with the uh Meh. Yeah, hopefully that was it and that fixes it. Maybe you can come back and reassess, but I don't know. Yeah, Anthony definitely sounds much better than he used to. So thanks. Uh, actually the blazing clicks did help out with something, didn't it? <laughs> well yep. they got somebody in check on Lucio. <laughs> And then what? somebody said, and knowing we bullied you in Discord, so Bob got beat up. That yeah, Bob got beat up in Discord, Twitter, everything. <laughs> That's what you get for uh, sabotaging your wife's podcast. I even got hit today by uh, uh, Overwatch Today podcast, who gave her props and then said, "Oh, who is the Lucio in the background?" <laughs> <laughs> oh bob so blazing clicks that that's that's a hashtag <laughs> uh that could be your church of job bob i wonder if that domain name's taken 
Blazing Clear. Yeah, there you go. You, you got to grab while it's hot. Um, also in Discord, <laughs> we had uh, Bob. You had a bit of a conversation with Crossover, who's a longtime listener and actual, you know, a friend of mine I played with on Xbox uh, about playing what you want versus playing what the team needs. And you were on team play what the team needs. He was on team play what you want. So you want to go ahead and, and state your case, Bob? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, my case was that, well, it kind of changed over time. You know, he he talked about playing what you what you need or playing what you want. And he talked about how he rose doing that because it was a lot more fun for him. Um, I just pointed out maybe he's better than me in the way that I rise is that I do what the team needs and help those people playing what they want to play. Uh, I pick counter picks that help the whole team. And that makes up maybe for my lack of mechanical skill. Cause I'm old, mm. but I, I don't know. It's just a, that's just a theory. I mean, I do wreck havoc sometimes and I can play Hanzo. So the mechanical skill isn't horrid, but I don't I don't know. I still think playing with the team is going to win more for you more often, but that's just me. I mean, there's so many different things that can go into that. Um I think because I, I one one you play on PC, he plays on console and there's actually a pretty big difference there. Uh and I think that may be why you're seeing two different things. I honestly I think on PC you definitely need to on, on PC, in the higher ranks, you definitely need to play fit the comp better. And I think because there's better team communication on PC, period, even if somebody isn't on the microphone, you can still type somebody that's better communication. On console, it's definitely different uh, in the fact that, you know, if you have uh, a team of... I think, well, let me put it like this. I think people on console more frequently play what they want to play and what they're good at. And since they're good at it, they can kind of power through the situation because a lot of teams aren't that organized because they don't cross talk. Even if you have a team that have two, three stacks, more than likely those two, three stacks are not talking to each other in game. Uh, that makes a lot more sense. Uh, on console, I would have to definitely agree with him. I haven't played on console, but I've played other games on console, and just the lack of communication and target calling would be huge. I really need to just go ahead and buy it on console. If it goes on sale again, I'll have to get it just yeah. to see what I can just rank, just play it Reaper on there. Yeah, like it's... uh. It definitely like it's it's a bit it's a different culture and that it's mainly because of the communication differences. I'm, I'm, the problem is that there's just not only is it hard to it, there's no text chat right. So if somebody's off comms, they're off comms period. But it's also difficult because if you have two three stacks or uh, three two stacks, dude, that's that's a problem. Like those teams usually can't talk to each other. Um, I find on PlayStation Four, I find it a bit easier because it's easier to convince people to set their party chat to prioritize game chat. And when that happens on PS4, every time you go into a match in Overwatch, it pulls you out of party chat and puts you into game chat. And then when the match is over, it puts you back in the party chat automatically. Uh, on Xbox, I haven't had such on... luck. Sorry, go ahead. 
I'm pretty sure you can do it on Xbox, but I haven't had the luck getting people to do that on Xbox. Well, you can't do it on PC. Oh, because you don't you don't need to do it be able to do that on PC. Like you can have multiple channels open, right? Well, no, you did you just hit you just hit P and you change. But the way I have well, that's mindset from, that's, is it auto joins for the team, but then doesn't auto join group. So Well, I'm not I'm not talking about the difference between group chat and team chat. I'm talking about using out of game chat, like party chat is out of game. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I got you. And group chat and uh or party chat and xbox same thing is out of game and that's where the problem is it's if people were using group chat and they auto joined or they even use the the little button to join team chat that'll be a totally different story i would much rather have people join group chat for that reason so overwatch but, doesn't even have groups on xbox like that's handled solely by xbox no, it does, or by but nobody uses four. it no, but it does. Team, team, you're talking about it. It does. It has group t- chat and it has team chat. Oh, but people don't confusing. use it because they're in parties. That's people really don't use confusing. it because they're in parties. So even if you hit join team chat, if you're in a party, your audio is not going to go through. So that's that's a fundamental difference, and I literally have no way to. I have no suggestions to fix that. It's the community. The communities have to stop using party chat and start using group chat or the end game overwatch chat. They got to stop using party chat, but a lot of people don't want to do that. They want to hop in a party and then maybe their friends that are playing another game might hop into the party with them and talk to them. I mean, shit, I've done that. You know, that's the thing. So it's the community. Like when they're playing competitive, they got to stop using party chat. So, I mean, like people who play console more frequently may disagree with me. If you have a suggestion or if you, you think there's a way to fix it, you, or you think I'm just wrong in general, let me know, let me know. But I, that's, I think that's a big problem with the communication on console. And it's one of the reasons why, you know, both of your methodologies work, but in different areas. So, yeah, well, that's, uh, uh thanks for letting me know. Cause I didn't realize that it, that that was a, console versus pc conversation too yeah i think so so um actually crossover uh, i thought you got overwatch on pc but i don't remember seeing you on or i thought we were we were on uh, uh you're my friends list but i just haven't seen you have you given up on pc or you just like xbox better let me know what's up next time we talk uh but uh bob why don't you tell us what how your week in overwatch has been going my week's been phenomenal dude like off the charts, phenomenal. Like if I could pull it up, I'm not sure. I'm no, I am sure. I haven't lost a game. I haven't lost a game for days now. I am now sitting. I beat my season high of thirty forty four. I'm up to thirty fifty two as of today. I went from twenty nine seventy seven to thirty fifty two. I am back in diamond. My wife is back in diamond. My solo counts up to twenty nine hundreds. About to hit diamond on that guy. Everybody's been nice. Even these tools we had that didn't know what they were talking about were still nice today. Like they finally listened. Like it was just, I mean, everything's just been peaches and cream, man. You sound so happy. I am right now. Like it's pissing me off, Bob. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. And Anthony doesn't want to hear your, your happy shit. Silver doesn't want to hear your happy shit right now. Give me a fucked up story, Bob. How about that? Hey, I'm man, pissed. I'm just taking it all in because Doomfist is going to throw a wrench through everything. But <laughs> it seems like it seems like the people that really want to play the game and really know, it seems like the casuals have taken a break until something new hits and the people that really know the game, really want to win, really don't want to mess around, are all playing right right now. And it's a great time to 
play. Good. Let's finish season five high. We need yep. them. Good Where are players. you right now, Anthony? Hmm. Where are you right now? It's none of your business. I'll, I'll leave it alone. Actually, I'll get. To, I'll talk about my experience in a little bit. But very, Bob, said, very, very low. By the way, <laughs> are you still? You're still in bronze. Well, not still. I mean, I was. I just moved down. Um. Well, last time we talked, you were in bronze, so you're still. No, I, I was just, above fifteen last time. Now I'm below. Oh, okay. Below. Okay. Dude, you just got it. Like just. I see you on. Send me a a message. Well, I need to put honesty, my solo guy on too. Friday, well, Friday I had my little brother over. We were just like guy chatting. And I remember was, I tried to get you to play. Yeah, we were swapping turns and we were just playing competitive. And I, I don't really give a crap if we were losing or whatever. But he doesn't really know how to play. So, but we were just BS and having fun. And then I didn't play much. And um, I played a little bit today. I've been sick over the weekend. I played a little bit today, and I was in a game with two Platinums. Gold, silver, bronze, Platinums. Throwing. Yeah. Throwing. <laughs> so I was in that. So that's just, I mean, I, did, I only played two games, and then I played a whole bunch with my little brother um, on Friday. So, yeah, we dropped down low, but I didn't really care because, like I said, we were having fun. That's good. That's all that matters. Yeah. No, winning yeah. matters. Winning matters. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 don't worry. I looked at it the next day and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> you were drinking, weren't you? You were drinking. Um, A tiny bit, not much, because yeah. he doesn't drink. Oh, He's okay. straight edge, or whatever <laughs> we used to call it back in the day. <laughs> square. I think that's called square. Is it? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he is, a square. <laughs> Uh yeah, so I um I finally got a chance to play after almost like I don't know has it been it's been over two weeks at this point it feels like it's been three weeks I mm. think but I finally got a chance to play again and I helped I haven't played my main I helped Jason Bond actually do his placements which he ended up placing like twenty three hundred was good I ended up placing like <laughs> like nineteen forty seven or something like that and I'm like. That's actually kind of where I wanted to be. I, I want to be someplace close where I can help Anthony, but I can also play, you know, with somebody like with like let's say uh, Bond and, and and Andres from uh, from uh, Double Tap. And uh, the funny thing is, like, I placed right, and my first win, they gave me a hundred SR. You gotta be careful <laughs> with that, yeah, because they're like, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me 100 SR on my first win. They gave me 85 SR on my second win. They're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> here. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> yeah. uh, the highest oh. I've ever seen was 198 on one. On one? Was it a win streak? Uh, yeah, we had just finished my first placement on who is now Lone Bob, my, my uh, solo guy. And I placed, we went nine and one. I, we had an eight streak. We went one and one, then one eight straight. I got placed at 2600s. He got placed at 2600s. Then he got 198 for the next win. We got him to diamond in like three more games after that. But that was when the win streaks were still crazy. Right. 
Yeah, they, they were nuts. And like the more you ran, ran uh, just the it, it could go insanely high. But yeah, like my first <laughs> two games, like I think um after placements, because God, I went actually I went four and six. It was the same exact number of wins and losses I had on my main. But that's because one, I was playing with Bond, his MMR is low for placements. My MMR is non-existent on that character. And the placement, I mean, play, I thought placement matches in the high gold platinum area were shit. Holy fuck. <laughs> like the, 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 the placement matches down there, I was just like, I can't even be mad. I can't even be mad. Like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> like just out of out of, don't get me obviously the meta's not gospel right but just picks that didn't make any sense mm-hmm. whatsoever people are like oh this team sucks I'm gonna win this with Sombra and like we'll pick a Sombra and just get trashed yeah, <laughs> you they, know, they, by they the go in there by time. themselves it's like it's like a whole bunch of six or one v ones six of them in different spots of the map way over there way over there like. It's just like if I'm dead and I'm coming back and I'm looking forward like toward the map, I just see people all over the place. Like my hands aren't even in the camera right now. Let me back up a little bit. Like just all over the place. Like, you know, like on the screen, like they're going to die. And then one by one, boop, 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 just gone. Just I just see people dying. And I'm just sitting there waiting for them to spawn. But of course, when I'm dead, I don't see them waiting. I see them straggling in and going. And I'm like, this is why you're down here. This is why you're down here. <laughs> Tell me this though: Did you ever play DPS? I there? actually switched to DPS toward the end because I was tanking. I was tanking like I normally do, and I was like, "It's not working." And when I switched to DPS, we actually won a couple. <laughs> That's the thing. We actually uh, won some, and that worked out. And then uh, when we got out of placements and we went into regular matches, I also stayed DPS. I stopped tanking. I, I, actually, I went DPS and I went heals for two, but I went uh, went Swoliata. So um, I we actually ended up. I think we played. I mean, we played six matches and we lost two. So we went, you know, four and two after placement matches. You know, that's not too bad. See. Well, the reason I ask is because when I played with Anthony one time on my low account, we queued and he was uh, Symmetra and I was Reaper. We were literally 2v6ing their team because our team would just run in there and die and we would literally kill all six of them, just the two of us. And I mean, you feel like a god when you're doing that. (laughs) Yeah, it shows all the balance, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah but i mean it's like anybody with mechanical skill could do that down there if they play an overpowered character and reaper at the moment especially down there is overpowered yeah when you get a good that reaper. is oh yeah i want to talk to you reaper about that symmetric. because dude i went reaper and they was like i could they couldn't stop me they couldn't stop me. Like I'm just shooting through them. Like they're trying. It's like two people shooting me at the same time, and I'm just still killing them. You know, I'm breathing at some boom, point. Boom, boom, boom. Yep, just just watching them die. I just get a big smile on my face every time I saw a Roadhog or a Winston. They couldn't stop me. I mean, maybe in the higher tiers is a little bit better, but a little bit more even keeled. Oh, but it still. is much more even keeled. Like they know how. Yeah. As soon as they notice that you're a problem. 
you are focused as Reaper and you're not doing much at that point unless you're getting help from your from your team. Like there's definitely no two V six in Diamond. Yeah. Actually one thing I did end up doing, but when I went Zenyatta, um that helped is I actually I ended up calling targets, uh, which I normally don't do. But I was just like, fuck it, somebody's gotta lead these people to victory. <laughs> you know, like monkey, monkey, monkey. Soldier, yeah. soldier, 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 soldier. Lucio, 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 Lucio. I yeah. found if you just keep repeating it, people actually turn. I didn't even have to repeat it. I I just like, you know, Winston, uh fucking Reaper, junk rat. And like they would just turn. They just all just, just oh, turn well, and you, kill those yeah, people. Yeah, you were playing though with a couple other people though, weren't you? Uh after placements, I was playing with Bond and Dre uh, or uh, Crash Tag from uh, from Double Tap. So after that, so it was just three other people, but they were listening. So I don't know. Like, I'm looking. I'm itching to get back onto my main, but I, I mean, I, told, I made that account. I've been telling Bond for weeks that I help him with his placement matches. So now I'm going to take Bond to the Platinum Promised Land. You know, Anthony could be in the Platinum Promised Land if he didn't buck my advice all the time and he kept playing when he was losing. That's why you're down there, Anthony. Yep. Anthony is a good player. Anthony is not a silver player. I Anthony know, is not with a, him. He's not a he's not a gold player. Anthony could should be in Platinum. Oh, I appreciate but he's that. not because he won't stop fucking playing <laughs> when he's losing. <laughs> he's doing exactly what I did when I like season two, season three. Like I had huge swings where I'd go down 600 SR, then go back up 600 SR. And if I just, and I mean, really Anthony, like getting the other accounts is really what helped me because mm-hmm. if you get another account, you do your placements with us. Like I did one of Jack's new accounts placements this, uh, this weekend. And we did five of them. By the fifth game, we were we were going up against in a three queue, full groups of diamonds, and uh, they weren't even in placements. So it rapidly moves you up. And he actually had to say, "Hey guys, I'm gonna do the rest of my placement solo because I want this to be my low guy. I don't want it to be high." Mm-hmm. And then, so he did the rest of them by himself, but. I mean, it'll rapidly move you up. In my second account, the first time I got it, I got placed right at like 2643 or something, 2640 something. So, I mean, it might just be that you need another account to be your high account. And then you learn on your lower account and you really try hard on the higher account. I mean, a lot of people have done that. And I know it's horrible to say, but to get my MMR on my main account up after doing. Like season one and season two, like was really tough. Yeah, I think I screwed this account by fucking around too much. <laughs> you might have, man. But um, I mean, it doesn't bother me too much. I, I I'll get another account, but it really doesn't bother me. Like I've I you know, there's like a strategy to keeping your place, keeping uh places, and then moving up the ranks and then keeping it for the next season. Well, when before like the end of every season, I just play the hell out of it. And that's when the content just turns into shit. And most of the good players stop so they can place in the area that they are already. And that's what I don't do. And I know I purposely know that. Yeah. Well, Jack didn't throw the rest of his games. He just didn't like it had our group. Like as soon as he queued the next time solo, 
he was back down to gold cues. Um, so it's like it saw our group and the system singled our group out and was like, nope, they're going here. All right, so enough of that. <laughs> that. That definitely went over. Let's actually get into our uh, main topics. Top story. So, like I said before, not much has actually been happening uh, with Overwatch. A uh, couple things did happen that were interesting. One, there was a Doomfist a behind the scenes video that came out and it showed how they made Doomfist, the methodology behind Doomfist, you know, stuff like that. But one thing that people noticed, because you know people just dissect these videos, the one thing that they noticed is that um the, we they they you know Sombra had a weapon that had was a different color than her actual outfit. And then also Soldier had a different gun that was it was like a different model period like it was like more than a skin um i guess yeah it was more than a skin because technically you know the skins typically just have different colors and stuff like that in other games this gun actually looks different than the gun that he had normally now technically speaking like i don't think we saw the rest of soldier i'm not sure uh because all the clips that i've seen have just the gun but there could be a chance that it's a, actually a different skin for Soldier, uh, like a legendary maybe that changes his weapon. But at the same time, it looks like it was just a new model for his gun. So now the speculation is that we're going to be getting um, weapon skins and weapon models altogether, or possibly be able to switch the models of the guns, uh, you know, between skins, right? So that's pretty exciting. I'm hoping that it's a loot box item, uh, but there's a chance that that might be a competitive, like a CP item. Maybe that might be like a competitive point item. Either that or they make it a arcade item. They could. I think that if they make it a competitive point item, a lot of people are going to be pissed. A lot of people. Because that's why I thought maybe they might make it a or a arcade item. Maybe that's the like they. they definitely because some even some people are even pissed that the golden guns are competitive items. I mean, a lot of people are just like, eh, whatever. But they're like, I think Mikey only plays competitive when he does because of the because he wants some of the golden guns. Like he wants the Symmetra golden um, uh, turrets, and that know? bums me out because I would rather because they're not having a good time if they're in there just to get their placements in so they get their their guns uh but like i would i would much rather let that's why i've always said that i think you should get one competitive point per win in arcade quick play well maybe not arcade 3v3 that you could rack them up so fast but quick play at least get one and then you don't have to you get it slower but you don't have to do comp to do it but yeah, I'm 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 not a fan of it being only for comp. Also, yeah, I'm also not a fan of it dragging people into uh, the into competitive because they don't want to be there. They already have an attitude. Uh, they might not play at a high enough level. I mean, thankfully for Mike, he's good at the game, but a lot of people aren't. <laughs> you know, in that aspect. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of that either. And I definitely would not be a fan if these new skins or models were competitive points too. Because that's actually the some people, like I said, don't care like they don't care about the golden guns. But believe me, these people would definitely care about these models. Most definitely. And that's why I'm kinda like, I, I don't want that in this game. I'm thinking that there's no way it's gonna be comp. I'm thinking just because of what Kaplan said, uh he said that like he wishes he had never done that. And that's true. So I really doubt there's going to be like what you get in comp should be just your rank. And that's what you should get. I mean, experience is good too. I'd be a little upset if I had to play other modes for experience, but I can understand because if it's only arcade, I'm going to be kind of upset. I have to play arcade to get it because comps my, like the thing I play the most. Right, yeah. I mean, I don't think, to be honest with you, I, I think the reward for comp is getting better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, seeing your SR climb and stuff like that versus having to get these golden guns. I think they want, they were, I think they were afraid that a lot of people wouldn't play comp because it was so serious. Um, and they wanted to draw people into comp, but now it's like, no, like, you have people who don't play comp. I'm looking at two of them right now or that don't play quick play. I'm looking at two of them right now, <laughs> you know, because they hate quick not play. Not worth my time. <laughs> quick play haters. Quick play is a great way to play Overwatch and not care. <laughs> like, know, it would definitely, I think if Anthony actually played quick play, somebody wouldn't be in bronze right now. Probably. Yeah, well, probably <laughs> a it's where I do start playing new characters but i'd much rather play random hero because then because quick play i have to pick like random hero it just puts me on a guy i mean that's the first time i found out that i could hit shots with hanzo i was like playing random hero and then i just destroyed everyone in the game it didn't die and i was like i should make an account that's just hanzo and genji <laughs> and i did hey you did i gave him teach his own i mean for me I don't mind playing quick play mainly because like I said, you just got to go in there. And if you just, if you see somebody go bastion when there's nobody to help them out, like there's no mercy, there's no right. I'm just like, okay, let's see what happens. <laughs> let's, let's see what this guy can do. It's a lot. It's just so relaxed. So, um, but I think it's a little different because when I when when you're forced to play quick play, because when I was doing my 25 levels for my alt, I was just like, I really want to get the fuck out of here. I really want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> when I first had that conversation with you and Mikey, I was like, man, 25 levels is a lot of levels. You guys were like, you guys have forgotten how long that shit took. But I think it was faster, actually, when we first made our characters. It was, but I still disagree with you on that. I still, because people come into comp at level 25 and they're, they still don't have the skills they need to really play comp. Well, 25 levels, don't get me wrong. It's not like you don't get it in, in, in one day or a weekend or, you know, something like that. It does take you like, okay, if I played my, if I played my alt consistently for a week, which I didn't. I would have gotten level 25 for sure. But I still think, and we're going to go do a throwback to a couple, to, um, you know, uh, actually more than a few episodes back when Mikey was still on the show, uh, where I, I suggested that each character have a level. And yeah. you need a certain level. Oh, yeah, you need we a talked certain, about it. Yeah, we need a certain character. You need a certain amount of characters at a certain level, and or like Heroes of the Storm, to go into comp. 
because then you can kind of say, okay, this person's not a one trick pony or they don't have to be a one trick pony, you know, and um, they don't have to be a one trick pony and they can they can play other characters if they really want to, you know, you just made me think of something like so if you just play like placement should be solo only because if you just play solo, I mean, it's what I did with my Hanzo character. I mean, I was destroying, but I still placed at like, I think it was like 1650 or 1750 because I was solo. Uh, I, th- I mean, I think that's what I have to guess. Uh, cause I was definitely playing Hanzo at a higher level than anybody at that SR. And, but when I got, when I did my other guy, I did it with all platinums and a six in a six deck and we went nine and one. And I think that I was just allowed to play better because I was supported by five other people. And so therefore it looked like I was a lot better a lot better than I was or, you know, but my point is, is that if you were, if everybody had to solo queue for the placements, then you would just all, you would get placed low and then you could move your way up rather than getting placed high and then having that slow fall. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you, if you play solo, uh, I think you'll definitely place lower, especially if you have no MMR, you'll definitely place lower than than if you place with a group because you know a good group enables you to do better as a player which is why the sr system is why it's kind of stupid right like you know you're going to do better as a player you're going to do better as a soldier 76 if you don't have to if you don't have to worry about damage coming from all directions if you have somebody mitigating damage for you you know yeah so yeah it's it just goes back to there should be separate cues also too Absolutely, there should be there should be separate queues, one hundred percent. I mean, I st- I st- I don't think it'll ever happen in this game, but I still like how StarCraft does See, I, their placements. I was I just about to that. say I do not like that. Like, I do not want to be linked to if I do a group with Melissa and Jack. I don't want our group to be linked. I just want there to be a six queue, a group queue, and you know a random group queue it only cuts out groups of uh five so i don't even do groups of five anyway because it's just not a good idea and then a solo queue it gives you three queues it doesn't split everybody up too much i'm not saying that's a good that's not a good i'm not saying that's not a good answer i do like that too but i love the fact that because it gives you more it makes you feel more like an actual team when you're kind of when you play together you have a group sr together and like it knows where you are and it places you against the proper group based off of how you play together it's not like your sr is linked to each other like you know if somebody else's sr goes if somebody plays and sr goes down you go down it's just that when you play together you have a group sr the system remembers your group and it will put you against other other actual groups not just an average of sr but other actual groups that play at the same level as you so that's that is what I like about that. I just feel like but. it'd be too much because when I'm group queuing, I'm group queuing with a handful of different people, and it just sucked to be like, okay, well, we can't do this till you get on. 
You know what I mean? Well, you can still play, like especially. I mean, you can have multiple group queues, like in StarCraft. Know, but then I'm like, I'm this here, and I'm this here, and I'm this with this guy. Like, I think I you're know. gonna, I think you're gonna overthink it because, like, I definitely didn't overthink it in StarCraft. Like when I was like, okay, well, when, when I play with Ivan, we're gonna play at, uh, you know, I think we were playing like at a diamond level, you know. But when I played with like Bond, we were playing at like silver level you know that we, we played with that group and then when i played with another friend we you know I, I, we would play it like you know gold or platinum the highest, so the highest group q is 4q then right uh and starcraft is it four i think it is four yes sorry it's four so then Usually, it's not as normal to group as so many different people i guess yeah usually we didn't do four because it's fucking chaos <laughs> it's fucking chaos. Yeah, Anthony knows what I'm talking about. Yes. It's like, all right, well, you get roaches, you get marauders, you get marines, and let's just go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, the game isn't built like that, so it's a little, little different. It is crazy. But, uh, it's like it, the it's, Royal Rumble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it can be, but I still like that idea. But. Like I say, it, it, de- it depends on the community. I'm like the start. The, the the Overwatch community isn't used to it. There's going to be a lot of people who won't be able to comprehend it fully, or uh, even be able to un- like you know uh, kind of f- understand or um, what it will be like until they played it, and then they're going to complain the whole way because they're already set in their ways. So it'll never happen. I just think it would be nice. <laughs> It'd just be too uh, many SRs to work up for me, particularly with the well, with the amount of people that I play with and the different people. I mean, you could then I could get my masters and grandmasters friends to play with me then, because <laughs> yeah. they'd be like, "Oh, it's not gonna hurt my queue." Yeah, I mean, you could probably pick. Well, just like you have multiple accounts that you have multiple SR on, you can probably pick a team that you actually care about. You know, you're like, okay, I care about this team making it to this level, you know, or maybe your solo queue becomes important to you. Like it's, like I said, I don't, it's not like unless you have like some type of OCD, like I gotta get, I gotta get all of my SRs up to up to diamond or up to master. I got all of them have to go. Like it doesn't really have to work like that. Um, but let's move on. Let's talk about that masquerade comic that I didn't get a chance to write, read into today. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is pretty fucking awesome. Um, a couple. Well, first of all, like, what are your uh, what do you guys think about it? So oh, I was great. Oh, sorry. I, go ahead. I was sick most of the weekend, so I didn't get a chance. I Nobody wants to hear your sob of... story, Anthony. Look, boss. <laughs> all right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working my way to a day off tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I uh, I so I only read like I only saw like a, t- a little bit of the beginning, but I thought it was it it was looking really really good and, and very interesting. So I'll probably finish the rest of it tonight. Okay. What'd you think? Because we know from the way you asked the question, it sounded like you really liked it. Well, I'm waiting for Bob because you interrupted Bob. Rude. No, no, he didn't. My dog, uh, my dog took off, so I had to mute. And he started to bark. Um, so I thought it was great. I really want Reaper skin. It looks flamboyant and absurd, and awesome. I'm curious how they're going to do the skull. Like the skull is what I'm interested to see how they do. Uh, because it just seems like really intricate. It's not going to, 
I'm just wondering how 3D it's going to be on screen. Uh, it's red, though, so it's going to be uh, kind of stand out. Like, I like to use the Reaper skin that uh, came with the uh, the special edition. That one makes Reaper smaller, makes him less noticeable. Uh, so I usually go back to that one. I play a new skin a little while, but go back to that one pretty quick. But uh, as far as the comic goes, I thought it was freaking awesome. Like, I've thought a lot of um prior... I thought the last two or three, maybe even actually, have been really good and I've really enjoyed. And they actually do move the story, which is what I'd like to see more of. I'm not usually a lore guy, but I'm, I guess since they've given me so little, I'm more interested. Hmm. Yeah, this is definitely my favorite comic that they've done for a few reasons. It's definitely, I think it's the, it's the best one that they've done. Um, it ties in other. I think it's is it's probably the first comic to tie in other Overwatch lore. You know, even out of the cinematics, the cinematics don't tie into each other. They feel so disjointed, and this comic joins things together. Like, you know, it Sombra. talks about it talks about Sombra and Volskaya. It talks about Widowmaker killing Mandata. It talks about Reaper getting the data from a Watchpoint Gibraltar. And what that actually does for us is give us a much better timeline of of what of where we are or where the cinematics are, uh, and maybe even the other comics are in the Overwatch universe because they were kind of all over the place. You didn't know, like you knew Recall happened right before the game but when like when did widowmaker kill mandata like that happened at some point you just figured you know when you knew sombra uh you don't know you didn't know when the volskaya thing actually happened but because of this comic you now know that you know uprising happened before doomfist was in uh jail but the recall thing obviously happened after he was in jail uh the somber thing happened after he was in jail widowmaker killing mandata happened after he was in jail and a lot closer to the launch of the actual game like this wasn't something that just kind of happened uh while overwatch was actually you know i wouldn't say in power but active so the, the, the comic actually does um, a couple things. Like it shows you that Reaper actually didn't help Doomfist escape, right? He got out on his own. That's, how, that's where you start in the comic. Uh, they kind of suggested that in his animated short, right? I mean, short, but his animated uh, origin story. But it was weird because the, the news, like that lore news article said that Reaper was seen and killing people in the prison, but... Doomfist like broke out the wall and the like broke out of the prison walls on his own, and Reaper was out there with the plane waiting for him. He said, "You're late." So Reaper actually didn't help uh, him escape. What I was hoping is that uh, part of the Summer Games event, like for the Summer Games event, we were gonna get like another uprising event, but it was gonna be like getting Doomfist out of jail. I was hoping that's what it was gonna be, but this comic kind of threw that away. Not gonna happen. Like, that would okay, be no cool. problem. Yeah. It also shows that Sombra, that, that, that not Sombra, but uh, Reaper knows about Sombra and Volskaya. He says she thinks she's slick, but I, I've been keeping, I've been keeping on tabs on her. Yep. Yeah. But actually, I was, thought that was interesting that uh, Doomfist said, you know, I like, pe- I like uh, enterprising or, you know, I like people, my people to have ambition, you know, and actually that's when he brought up Mandata. 
he brought up uh, Mandata that, you know, he's like, I heard Mandata died, who killed him, and he said, you know, LaCroix. So he, he wasn't, Doomfist was impressed with that. We also found out that Omnix can have receding hairlines. We did find that out, but we found, <laughs> we did find that out. But I also want to bring up the fact that Reaper has killed a couple of Overwatch agents. They never really brought that yeah, up before. But did they say who? They didn't say who. They never said who, but obviously not any of the characters we play. But he said Reaper said he scratched a few Overwatch agents off the list. And uh, Doomfist asked, was it uh, Morrison or Amari? He said no. And then Doomfist pretty much asked if he was getting soft. You know, you, you know, and he was like, no, it's just going to take some time. But we did meet Maximilian, who was the Omnic with the preceding hairline. You know, and he knows Doomfist. Turns out that Maximilian is one of these talent leaders. He sits on the talent council. You know, I actually didn't get that. I, I didn't get the idea from that from the way he was talking to him. And I thought it was funny because Jeff Kaplan said, you know, Talon has a group of leaders, you know, a, ta- a council of leaders, but they're not acting like that. You know, so it seems like, like Doomfist is the boss, doesn't it? Exactly. Like, um, you know, Reaper is supposed to be like Jeff Kaplan said that Reaper is a Talon leader like Doomfist. I don't think he's a Talon leader like Doomfist because Reaper has kind of been Doomfist bitch since he got out. You know, he is like Doom. It was like Reaper has been reporting to Doomfist, and the same thing with Maximilian. Um, because uh, during the comic, Max, you know, the, uh, somebody, another talent leader, sends operatives to either get Doomfist or kill Doomfist. And after uh, Widowmaker and Doomfist dispose of them, he, uh, you know, he tells Maximilian clean this up, and he walks away. That doesn't seem like they're on equal ground to me. Yeah, and then he goes and talks to the money guy, it sounds like, and lets the money guy know that there are new plans and too bad you're not going to be part of it. Yeah, so the uh, you're talking about the guy he threw off of the, the, uh, the, the, the bridge. Yeah, he didn't seem special in any way like everybody else that we run into in this world. He seemed he, very normal. Well, he was definitely a talent boss because he was saying you know, you're not a part of the plan. Like, we're going to, you know, we're going to, you know, go this path. We don't want to go the, your path with, which, you know, you find out that, well, Doomfist wants to start a war. Maximilian said, you know, war between Omnic and humans seems inevitable. And he said that talking about, you know, you, you know, thanks to Widowmaker Killam and Mandata, you know. So, uh, yeah, and that guy, like, actually the person who sent the agents after Doomfist, his name was, uh, was it Bialy? I think his name was, but I don't know if the guy he threw off the bridge was that guy or not. Cause when Reaper, cause it was, if he, if the guy was like a talent leader, you know, when he threw him off the bridge, Reaper was like, who's that? And Doomfist is like, nobody, like nobody, anyone needs to know or nobody, no one, anybody's going to care about. So I'm like, was he a talent leader? If he was a talent leader, like why didn't Reaper know who he was? I Which think he maybe was the just main Reaper. accountant. He sounded the main like accountant? yeah, he's, uh, the main accountant. He sounded like the money guy. Yeah, and I, he's I mean, talking I, about profitability. He is, but I think that's that. I think he was a talent. It sounded like he was a talent leader because he was because even Maximilian said that the 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 talent leaders are concerned with money and you know getting money and profit and stuff like that. So it, it sounded the way he was talking to me. Sound like he was in charge of Talon now that Doomfist was when Doomfist was out and he changed the direction because Doomfist obviously wants to start war. 
but they're more concerned about getting money now. Well, not anymore since Doomfist threw him off a bridge. You know, money can't help you then. <laughs> Unless it's a pool of it at the bottom of the, <laughs> like yeah, the bottom of the, of the bridge. McDuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, like after that, um, they kind of go into a, uh, you know, go into a, um, like down a hall, and then it's that's that's when you find them in, I guess, the, the council room for Talon, and that's when Maximilian's there, and there's a couple other people who are shrouded in shadow. The, the room is definitely not full. Like, there's a lot of open chairs. And um, that's when Doomfist says, you know, we have a war to start and it goes off. But uh, even before that, Widowmaker killed somebody. But they didn't say who it was. Uh, maybe it was another talent leader who uh, was anti-Doomfist. And by the way, if you didn't read the comic, this happened in two different places. Like, one, the first, where were they first? Because um, the second it happened in Venice. The second place was Venice. I forget where they were first. First was at the plane when he shows up. Well, not the plane, but like when they met with Maximilian. I can't remember. Oh. Uh, Off the top of my head. Oh, I, I know it too. Dang it. I, I can't think of it. It was a place that I knew. Yeah, exactly. That's It's a place that I, that I knew. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to. I don't need to write that down. Womp, womp. <laughs> no, but. um. Yeah, like it, it was uh, the second place was Venice, and that's where the town council was meeting. So, yeah, I mean, I really like the comic. It shed a lot of light on the lore that we want to see. Uh, a lot, I think, a lot of people were hoping that this comic book would lead into the event, but I don't really see how that's happening. Like, it's definitely, definitely not the way the the uh, uprising event did, because the uprising event was like. You know, you stopped where the event began, basically. But this one is just kind of like a to be continued, like dun 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 type deal. Um, you know, so it could be, you know, it could lead into their next move of them trying to start a war between human, humans and Omnics. So maybe I will get my wish for a uh, a uh, uprising style event. I actually, I, I, I gotta be honest, that's the only type of events I kind of want from them at this point. Like, Lucio Ball is great, don't get me wrong, but well, we want more PVE content, you know? That's that's what we want. We've been screaming for it. Junkenstein, they were screaming for more. Um, but instead, they came with May Snowball Fight, which I didn't mind, but I would have preferred more PVE content. And then the fucking CTF, which nobody liked. And then you I had Uprising. It. And okay, Bob, and then everybody, <laughs> everybody <laughs> liked you know the uprising, and now we want more of that. So we'll see. But I really, really like that comic. I'm down for more. Yeah. So uh, there's two versions of the comic. There's like the static version, but then there's the animated version, which is way better. Way better. Oh so yeah, that's like that's the best way to watch it. It is. It's it's great. You know, so they, I wish they would like buff up that team and like, you know, get one out like once a month, like a regular comic book. That would be great. You know, and just have the Overwatch story going. That's what we want to see. That'd be awesome. Still yeah. holding out for my cartoon. Yep. Bob's got dreams. Can't crush him, man. <laughs> Give him Steve, his cartoon. Fly. Yeah. Uh, but let's, let's move on and talk a little bit about boosters and competitive 
because this has been a problem to the point that people are bringing it up in the uh, in the forums now. Like, you know, it's getting a little ridiculous. I think it's at higher levels than low levels, at least in platinum, probably, right? You usually, know, the boost? yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'll say, like, usually people are probably like, they'll breeze through gold and get out. And then most of the people see them in platinum as they're trying to make it up to diamond or maybe even a or diamond, diamond people, to masters. Diamond to masters. Uh, you know, because I don't know, like, if you're in silver, are you really trying to get boosted? <laughs> you know you you're probably, probably have friends that can help you do that yeah exactly uh people probably tired of being forever gold and then you know paying a booster to get them up and you know this guy posted an image in the competitive overwatch forums which uh i will put this into the show notes so you guys can check it out but these people who like he, he checked their profiles they have like win rates of like 92 percent you know 92 well, percent win I've rates run into a I've run into a few. I mean, I've run into people that are obviously doing it in in a two a two Q. They've been on my team and they've been on the other team. I mean, I even I even go as far as to thank them for boosting me if they're if they're on my team. If they're on the <laughs> other team, I try really hard to single out if it's a if it's a booster that's uh, boosting someone with the the duo Q. Then I'll try and single out which one's the actual booster. We had a McCree. He switched off to a few different characters, but once we realized that he was the booster, I told my whole team to just single him out, period. He's the number one thing. And we went from 0 and 2 on control to 3 and 2 and and 1. But it was obvious that, I mean, this this McCree is hitting shots that are godly, and you look at his profile and he doesn't have I mean, it was obviously one of them playing on someone else's account because his McCree accuracy is crap. He was, you know, he was gold for every season until this one. He's about to hit diamond. You know, it's just obvious. Yeah. Yeah, look at the clues. And I mean, this is a real problem. Like this is uh you know, like just like the, the the throwers that Anthony are dealing with is a problem for platinum players too, because you're not playing people. You know, the competitive SR, what we said before, isn't supposed to be a ladder, right? It's supposed to find your, you know, where you're supposed to be and place you there so you can get good competitive matches. But that all goes to shit when somebody who's a grandmaster hops into a match and plays for somebody else. It's just not fun. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. Competitive doesn't always have to be fun, but it needs to be fair. And if it's not fair, then what's the point of playing, right? Yeah, the good thing is is you can beat them if it's a solo booster. If it's a group of four of them playing on other people's accounts, you're done. I mean, you might as well just throw in the towel right right there. But with it being a team game, if there's only one, one booster, you can definitely rise above that. But if they're a four or six Q... You're done. Yeah. And, yeah, and it, where I am, they, uh, you know, they throw to boost. So they throw low to boost their low friends up high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same kind of shit. It's just BS. Because yeah, they have to get those accounts down somehow. I mean, they've got lots of accounts. They'll do those boosting. What I'm talking about specifically is the boosting where they allow the one that's actually legal within the uh 
the user rights agreement from Blizzard because the person getting boosted is actually playing their account and then the booster is getting on some account that they have. But they can have unlimited accounts. They've got to drop that SR somehow. Back so. down, yeah. So I was thinking, I was like, how can they fix this? I mean, besides Blizzard creating a team to try to like to investigate these accounts and, and detect them and ban them, which that takes forever for fucking Blizzard to do regardless. Um, I think we might be better off if in a season, once you hit like a certain, once you hit a rank, you couldn't drop below that rank. That's an interesting idea. They did that in Hearthstone. Because like these people who are throwing matches to go play with their friends, you know, uh, like they'll do that with their Smurf accounts. That was like what the really one of the reasons why I didn't like Smurf accounts. That and the fact that you pull people up to places they're not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but guilty you are now, my friend. Well, guilty. No. I'm not gonna if somebody you're if pulling I'm bond not, up, huh? Guilt. You're you're pulling bond up. Guilty. Well, I'm gonna get bonds applied. Bonds applied on player. Shame. Oh, no. It's not gonna work on Shame. me, Bob. You can stop now. <laughs> Bond's a platinum player. Like, you know, that's that's a different story. So and the thing is like I'm not good enough to carry, by the way. <laughs> I'm not good enough to carry anybody. I can just try to help you the best I can. More than likely, if I'm tra- if I'm playing with somebody in bronze that's not Anthony, I'll probably end up getting pulled down a little bit a bit more. Uh but the uh yeah, I think they need to make it so that once you drop rank like once you hit it actually just like with uh with, with kind of like with the diamond uh decay right you can only decay to 3000 once you uh hit a certain sr you know uh once you hit 2500 you can't drop below 2500 you know but we shouldn't do that diamond and 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 above i think you should still be able to drop below diamond but maybe for the for the lower ones like don't drop see and i don't even know about plat because the majority of the game is gold and lower so it is like the majority of the population is gold and lower over like i think 60 some percent so you gotta let people drop back into gold because they shouldn't be in plat well you can still their mmr can still drop right so let's say the internal MMR still drops and they start playing lower people. But if you stop their SR from going down, it makes it harder for them to identify where they are. Right. Right now they have a goal. Like I need to get my SR down to 2000. Right. And now they can't do that anymore. Now they can't, they can't really drop their SR down. And the internal MMR can what can change a lot faster than your, um, you know, SR does. At this point, we well, you know what I just thought of. What? I wonder if they're not using their own accounts. I wonder if they're using accounts they've been paid to boost, like the accounts they've been paid to play and boost. I wonder if they're using those to boost the uh, the uh, duo cures. That might that might be the case. Yeah, that might be the case. And then they're not actually using their own accounts. Like they're just getting, you know, basically double paid at that point. I don't doubt that for a second. Yeah, that's true. 
You know, I mean, I, they, I don't know. I don't know if there's a hard fix for this, right? But I think one way, like, this doesn't, this doesn't always have to be a hard fix for everything, right? You kind of just need a way to defer people from doing stuff. And I think you would defer a lot of people if you stop their SR from dropping after a certain amount, right? You know, because let's look, how many, let's look at the type of people who go to diamond and then drop all the way back to gold, right? You're either throwing or you got carried up there, right? You're throwing or you got carried up there. I don't see, and it's hard for me to say that because I went up to 3044 at the start of this season, like right at the very start. I mean, it was awesome. And then had the season of the throwers and the toxicity and went all the way down to like, twi- like almost dropped down below platinum at one point. And then the last, then I got up to like 20, like 26, 2700 stayed there for a while. And then the last like 17 days, I went back up to three K. So I don't know, man, like you can drop with just a whole lot of bad luck. Yeah, you can, but I think in most cases, like I'm saying, that's not a wrong possibility. But but in most cases, I think those people are throwing because even somebody who got carried up to 3,400 after you lose a couple hundred SR, you're like, I need to group up again. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of how it, it goes. Um, so I don't I don't know. I, I think actually I don't know. I might write a forum post about that. Like I think this kind of needs to happen because it will at least deter people from doing things right and that's what what you you kind of want to do so but yeah i when we've played together we've definitely seen um boosters and competitive and it is a pain in the ass because kind of like well what do you do right at that point this guy has one you know fucking 90 percent, 95 percent accuracy with widowmaker and he's not cheating what the fuck do you do with that? Especially if it's a widow and the other three people on your team don't know how to like hide from her. You know what I mean? Like, like, like positioning is they'll take advantage of that hardcore. Right. Right. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and move into our weekly updates. Weekly updates. Okay, so a bunch of weekly updates, a couple, a bunch of small things kind of happened this week. Uh, one, we're going to talk about Jeff Kaplan talking about balance, right? So somebody wrote into the forums that, actually, let me just read this forum post because it's not that long. I know I'm a scrub slash noob, but the answer, well, sorry, but the question is whether or not people like me can enjoy the game when balanced for pros. If OW is an esports title, it needs to be pro center balanced. That's what he said, not me, but I'm going to continue, okay? <laughs> that, that's the original poster. I find that having game balance, fo- balance focus on pros makes the game more aspirational for those who aren't pros, who aren't pros. Uh, I'd feel compelled to play more if I knew that the reason some things were difficult for me to counter was because I just wasn't good enough yet. The real fact of the matter is that I want to see progress in my play. If I find that some things are OP as I get better, which would be a necessary consequence of balancing for casuals, I'd actually feel less compelled to improve and play in general. I like this guy. Um, Jeff Kaplan responded to him. 
not a huge fan of response, but you can kind of guess what Jeff Kaplan said because they're not hiding it, right? So he says, I've seen so many posts in these forums accusing us of both sides of the coin, that we only balance around casuals and that we only balance around pros. Both are tremendous oversimplifications of what our thought process is. We feel responsible for all aspects of the game. And when we talk about balance, oh, he put a period there. That's bad grammar, Jeff Kaplan. Sorry about that, folks. I just saw that, and that irks me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> when we talk about balance changes, we spend a lot of time discussing the ramifications at all levels of play. We're not blind to either side of the game, and we will continue to represent both as well. Some decisions will be more targeted toward one group or another, but always with deep consideration for what that means to the other side. Basically, Jeff Kaplan is saying that they balance for both pros. I think he's it's somewhere else in this thread. He said exactly that they balance for both uh, pro play and for casual play. Um, this is not a secret. This is something that we already knew. And this is just... I, I, I think I've made it clear several times on the show that I am not a fan of that. I think, the, the especially if the game is going to be an esports title, but I think the game should always be... Your game should be balanced competitively. And even if that makes it harder for people who aren't as good, just like this guy says, you have progress in the game. Like you can actually see yourself getting better versus cheesing your way to it. Now, I'm not saying Overwatch is filled with cheese, but Overwatch does have its cheesy shit. Symmetra, how you doing? You know? With that seven meter beam that you don't need to aim, <laughs> that, that you know that's that's some cheesy shit. But can, um, can we just we're, you're talking to Anthony, so can we just change Symmetra's name to Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't actually talking to Anthony. Bob is saying I on saw you looking at him. So I, mean, I was looking into my camera. Was I even looking into the camera? I wasn't. Uh, you don't you don't know where he is on my screen. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. This is, I think, part of the problem that Overwatch is going to have as an eSport is that it's balanced. It's middle balance. Like, it's not balanced for competition totally. I don't think you can have a middle ground, right? If you don't balance for competition, you're just balanced. Like, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're not trying to balance for competition. But if you're not looking at that, you're kind of leaning more on the sides of casuals, right? Even if you're trying to do a 50-50, you're still leaning more on the side uh, of casuals in that aspect. Because if you were really balancing for pros, would over would Roadhog be nerfed? No, he wouldn't be. Roadhog wouldn't be nerfed. Uh, there the are a word couple balance other... is a bad word. What's that? It's the, like the word balance is a bad word for it. It's okay. Go you can't balance. Go. All these different characters. There's no such thing. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. What they're do is what they're doing is tweaking the game. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no there's no balance. It's rock paper scissors, and some people are stronger against. Other. I mean, it's not exactly that because it doesn't just fully. Uh, it it you don't fully counter anybody really, it, but. It, you have a more of an advantage against certain characters and it's supposed to be that way. They're supposed to be, it's supposed to run like that in a circle. So you're supposed to be switching constantly. That's what yeah, I think. But you can still, that's still balance to a degree. That's the thing. Like you don't have to have, it's not supposed to be character for character balance, like Unreal Tournament or Counter-Strike. It's supposed to, you know, certain characters are just going to be 
some certain characters are going to be bad against other characters. That's kind of the way it is. But if you have other games, and sure, you ne- I don't think you'll ever achieve 100% balance uh, in a game like this. I mean, any game where you have multiple like a character selection like this, I mean, you can think like a MOBA or fighting games, for example. I mean, fighting games come out, they're actually pretty balanced. Um, you don't really see huge cheese. Actually, I'm sorry, that's not true. And sometimes you'll see huge cheese come out of a fighting game that usually gets addressed for competition. It gets addressed. Like either they will ban that character because they're just so over, un- uh, like also, uh, you know, out of balance, or the developer will actually balance them. And then you know maybe after a competitive cycle or after some competitive events, they'll make changes to some characters. I mean, I think Street Fighter, Street Fighter Five makes balance changes on a yearly basis at this point, um, or maybe even before that. But you can balance the characters overall so that the game fits, right? More for competition. And I, I get... I think Overwatch has, is, a, is in a particular situation because there's so many people... Who fucking love this game? Who want to play this game? Not because of the gameplay, but because of the characters. They love being able to put, being able to play as Mercy. They love being able to play as Tracer, even though they suck at her, you know. And they they they, they just want to play because of that. Like Overwatch, like kind of has that. That doesn't happen in fucking Counter Strike. That doesn't happen in Unreal Tournament. That doesn't happen in Battlefield, you know, uh, or Call of Duty, you know. So they they, they because of their user base. I think that's why that's just a Blizzard thing in general, right? Yeah, I don't think true. Blizzard balances any game for comp- competition. They balance it. They try to sit in the middle ground. The only game I could really think that they Starcraft actually, was pretty close, but they had a long time to balance that. I mean, it wasn't perfectly the, balanced, but it was pretty goddamn close. And Starcraft didn't have a lot of casuals either. That's the thing. True. That's true. Because it wasn't think, easy to play. Right, like Starcraft you don't just didn't sit have down and casuals. start playing Starcraft, and boom, you got it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that one of the only games that they actually did take the consideration and kind of separate the two was World of Warcraft, where you know you have different sets of armor and shit like that for PvP, and then you have you know for PvE, it's a different story. Um, the only way to balance for competition in cases like this is to make is to have a separate you know, set of, uh, you know, balance, uh, rules, or actually they do have a separate set of rules for maps and shit like that, but, uh, different, uh, you know, balancing for a competition than you do for everybody else, which wouldn't um, work. No, it wouldn't work because of how they have the system. However, well, you, what am I going to say, Bob? What am I going to say? Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> you don't just, know. <laughs> I said, I already know. I'm going to put my jaw meme up. Yeah, like this is just this. They have it's not that I'm saying that Blizzard can't balance the game. I say Bungie can't balance their game because they suck Blizzard at balance. should not be in charge of their competitive system. I've exactly. said this before. Oh my god, <laughs> he's mimicking me right now. <laughs> but like basically, that's the thing they have a conflict, they just have that fucking conflict of interest where they're like, well, we want the casuals to be able to play, but we want the pros to be able to play too. So it, it doesn't it just doesn't work like that and that's where i think overwatch league is gonna have a problem well and world of warcraft it was something that had to be done it wasn't done at the start but it needed to be done because there are people that just like to pvp there are people that just like to pve and then there are people that like to do both and 
in the beginning, if you had all the PVE gear from all the raids, like you destroyed it, the battlegrounds, you just annihilated people. So they had to do that, but it's two different games there. Whereas here it's the same game. Yeah, it's the, it's the same game. That's where part of the problem is. I mean, this is why I really think even if they don't allow the competitive community, well, obviously they're not going to allow the, 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 the community to take over competitive. Don't get me wrong. However, if they well they kind of they do have modding to a degree because you can change different things about characters in the game but that's why they need to release modding tools so that the community can come up with something and then you know maybe they can actually throw it into the game i'm telling you once they have and mikey disagrees with me to a degree but once they have modding tools out and i think that's going to come as overwatch starts to decline you know they're going to probably try to force that to infuse new life into the game but uh once they mod, once we have modding tools and the community is able to get their hands on the game and do different things, uh, I think we're gonna see. Um, you just have a lot more ideas in the pool, right? I'm That's yeah. Helpful. Well, I'm surprised that there hasn't been more cool custom games that have gotten popular. Like every Blizzard game prior, custom games got really popular. I know they're planning on moving it. Uh, the custom games like out. Because right now it's kind of like off to the side in arcade. They're gonna move it out front and uh, front and center to try and get more to play. But I'm surprised new cool game modes haven't come out of that. I mean, I we've been doing like different games, different podcasts and stuff, and we make up fun stuff and we do some fun things. But there really hasn't been a standout thing. Like the only thing I could think of was. 3v3 CTF was really fun. Like that was a really good time. And it was the CTF that they had already made. It's just with three people, it actually was fun, fast, and not trolly. I'm not surprised it hasn't taken off for a few reasons. One is because in other games, like let's say StarCraft, for example, their arcade is kind of like front and center and they give you when you go into it, they give you a display of these fun custom games that you can do. Uh, I fucking I, I played one custom game in StarCraft, one one mod in StarCraft that turned my StarCraft into a side-scrolling like shooter. Oh, it was so cool! Yeah, it was oh, fucking it was so awesome. cool. And it turned you had like you had like raid bosses and stuff. It was really neat. Yeah, like it was awesome. So like you know they that's what you need to do. They need to have these custom games front and center. But it's, it's not just like you have to have the custom game up there and kind of like what it does. Like they had images of the game itself and they kind of, kind of like a preview of what you're seeing. And that leads me to my second point that you can save custom game settings now, right? I but, learned something new. You can save them from any game you join. So yeah, you don't you have to be the leader. You just right click really? the little, yeah, the little picture and then you can save anybody's. So yeah, you can save custom game settings, but the problem is, the games don't run once you close it. There's no, like, they don't run like servers, basically. Like, it's a server browser without servers. Like, the games have to be active, which means you have to go in with a group of people. And then how long are you going to be playing that custom game? 30 minutes, an hour, and then it goes away. Those custom games need to stay up there. And you have you know? to trust the guy that started it, or a girl, you know, mm -hmm. to uh, administer it correctly and not start and stop it and do stupid stuff exactly that they, it need they need and i do i have an, a 100 percent answer for how they do this right now no 
but at the same time, I mean, they're Blizzard. They made Star. They made StarCraft. They made Overwatch. I'm pretty sure they can find a way to keep these servers up and running uh, if they wanted to. Um, but yeah, that that's part of the thing. Like those servers don't stay up, so it's kind of like, well, they go away and nobody joins. Like I don't even check the custom games, you know, at this point because I can't just kind of go in and check things out and be like, oh, hey, Bob, check this custom game out. Look at this. Let's go in here and check it out. You know, can't do it. So that I think that that needs work. Um, obviously, they have a bunch of other things on their plate, but if they want that to work, then that's how it goes. So, but yeah, Jeff Kaplan telling us something that we really we we already knew, but we I just think it's it's the wrong answer still. I, I, I'm with this guy. Like he's he has the same mindset as me. Like you know, when I was bad at shooters like when i was bad at quake when i was bad at unreal tournament and you got let's let's talk about a game where you got zero rewards there's no xp there's no unlocks there's no extra skin changes or anything like that the reward for getting better for playing the game and getting better at the game was getting better at the game yes. like, you know, it was, <laughs> that was the reward for playing the game and it's a it's something you feel in here i'm pointing at my heart for everybody who's on straight right now pointing at the heart not the figurative heart the real heart it's something you feel in here <laughs> you know, and good old that, days. Exactly, and it was a great feeling going from getting dominated to stepping in a server and wiping it out. You know, yeah, like there was player there was kill like, streaks, and I mean stuff before you when you're walking in, you, you're half the game you're just getting killed instantly, and now you're yeah, like killing like, five, six, seven in a row. Yeah, and not in a cheesy way either. You know, which is which is was which was pretty cool. So I don't think you uh, could really cheese much there. I mean, I guess you kind of could because they were the, the older type games. There was like a you could fall on the wall, glitch, and just shoot people from the wall, like stuff like that. But there wasn't really cheese in those games. No, nah, I'm talking about like kill streak cheesing. Like you kill five people, so now you know where everybody else is. You kill ten people, so now you get a oh, helicopter okay. that pops up in the air. That's fucking <laughs> okay, cheesing. I get it. <laughs> the dogs let the dogs out <laughs> yeah exactly like that stupid shit so no I don't want that but let's move on to so you don't want a care oh. package no I don't want a fucking care okay. package <laughs> let's sure. move, yeah let's move on to our next uh, weekly update which is a short one there are no plans for another ARG so uh, somebody wrote a forum post suggesting that I'm um, not suggesting, but it was, it was saying that they will love another ARG. They asked, are they the only ones who's are, who are excited for another ARG? And uh, the answer is yes, they are the only ones excited for another ARG because the other one was such a such a uh, such a shit show. But uh, he, he said he wanted another one. He said he wanted, he wanted short puzzles and hidden messages. And Michael Chu came, who was the lead writer for Overwatch, came and shut that down. And says there are no ARG plans at the moment. But I just wanted to mention that the upcoming Zarya comic is not a rumor. So he has he actually mentioned that in the post too. So no ARGs plan, plans at the moment, and there is a Zarya comic on the way, which is That's great. Exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. So uh another thing that popped up is that we got some clarity on how the defensive assists card pops up uh, and why Zenyatta gets it so much. Uh, so I'll just go through what Scott Mercer says. He says, I want to clarify some of the statistic card rules in question because there's some misunderstandings about them. Defensive, defensive assists are gained as in Yada if you are healing them with an orb of harmony or transcendence at the point at the point where somebody else is eliminated as an enemy. Offensive assists are gained if the target had orb of discord. 
the statistic has nothing to do at all with whether you are on offense or defense during your game. I thought that was kind of clear, but okay. Uh, to get the card for any statistic, you need to have the most of the statistics across all players, not just your team, all players, both on the enemy team, both your team and the enemy's team. So I guess he just, I could have just read that and said, sorry about that. Um, so even if you have the gold medal for eliminations on your team, if a player on the enemy team has more eliminations than you are, those more eliminations than they are eligible for the card and you are not. This rule is in place because if someone else ever got a card and you have more of the stat in question, the system was considered broken. That makes a lot of sense. I can understand that. The display of statistic cards are not tuned differently based on the hero you are playing. So if you tune, if you if I was to tune eliminations to show up more, I can't just do it for Zenyatta. Because I guess people are getting upset that they're getting eliminations and it's not really showing up. Uh, they're not getting um, cards for eliminations. It would also affect Soldier 76 or any of the other heroes. If I was to tune an- either defensive or offensive assist to show up less for Zenyatta, it would affect Mercy. Uh, offensive assist and defensive assist have a nearly identical weighing. Difference is less than 5%. So if you're seeing the offensive assist card way more than defensive assist, one basic reason to see offensive assists more is that you are just typically earning more offensive assists than defensive assists. Um, the other possibility is that it might be, co- be common for someone else playing a different support hero on your team or the enemy's team to have more defensive assists than you, but not have more offensive assists. If that, ca- if that, in that case, you couldn't earn a defensive assist card, but you could earn the offensive assist one. Hope that helps everyone understanding this a bit more. So now it helped me. Yeah. Well, go for it, Bob. Uh, I was just saying it helped me understand it across all, all of the stats because I always would be like, seriously, I had 65 kills and it didn't give me a card for that, but it's because the enemy team top uh, eliminations guy had 72. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, that, that I, makes and sense. I just didn't know that. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Like, it, yeah, uh, yeah, I it, it, yeah, I used to thought, think cards were across your team only. Now I know that it's across everybody. So these games where I'm like, how did I not get a card for XYZ when I did amazing? It just means somebody on that team might have did uh, better than me on that. And they can only put up so many cards at once anyway, right? So, I mean, I've had those games too where everybody just did amazing. And I don't get the recognition for it, but it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Not going to cry. Not today. Uh, So another weekly update we have, um, which is actually something that's been going on for some time. I've been hearing about this since the game's launch. Uh, Australia's getting tired of high pangs, guys. Um, It looks like, actually, I think for the past week, it's been a little bit worse because there's a lot of Australian players are saying that they can't get into Australian matches. Everyone is getting redirected to Singapore servers. So that's actually, that's got to be a bug. You know, that's got to be a huge bug. But still, there's other threads going around where players from Australia are like, dude, our pings are so high right now. Um, and that's because they just don't have, I think a lot of them get connected to other regions, kind of like what we're seeing with Singapore, either because there's just not enough Australian servers and they're overloaded and they need to redirect people. And I mean, I think part of that reason is because uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't have the numbers for Australia, but I've been I've heard that Australia just doesn't have a huge presence in terms of 
Overwatch, and it's not worth it for them to put servers out there. But I'm kind of like, that's kind of shitty to sell your game out there, but not give them the proper server support. You know, so they're they're having a lot of issues. Well, they always get connected to the Asian servers, and if you really look at the Asian countries, they get really, really good internet. Australia really doesn't get that good internet. Like, there are some cities that have pretty good internet, but most of them don't have that good internet. I played with a lot of people from Australia. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, part of the complaint is that they still have to, uh, (laughs) you know, they're still getting high pings, so... That is like a uh, that that's a, that's an issue that Blizzard needs to deal with. Talking about um, network connections, though, it looks like consoles will be receiving more information on their network connections. Uh, so somebody made posts uh, about uh, you know not on console not having information available to them. Like basically, they just got the little three card thing that pops up when they have a bad connection but he's saying on pc they get like ping information and other stuff like that and they don't get it so jeff capel says i saw this post yesterday and we had a discussion about it we believe we can make some more network information available like we do on pc we'll see if we can get something into advanced video options so soon console players will have a better idea of what their pings are to the overwatch servers which can help them troubleshoot connection problems that they may be having. So look forward to that. Another weekly update and our final weekly update for this week is that there are new Roadhog changes on the way and they're coming to PTR. 50% less damage received while healing. And also that Roadhog will be able to move at full speed while healing. I think we kind of talked about this. So this is this has to do with Roadhog survivability. We talked about this last week where this is not what he needs. This is not going to put him back into the meta because it's st- even like, you know, I, I was talking to Bob a little earlier and I'm saying like, while Roadhog is, he's definitely not as good as he used to be in quick play and in other game modes, I can still use him and get kills if I don't play him as a tank. Right, like if I don't play him as a tank, I can I can find use for him, but I would never play him in competitive because his uh negatives outweigh his positives. His negatives just outweigh his positives. Like they he's he's now, a, yeah. yeah, he's an alt battery. When I was doing my placements and, and playing like when I was when I was playing recently and I would see somebody on the other team pick Roadhog, I'm like, Oh great, it's awesome. And he just charged my like when I play started playing DPS as soldier, loved it. Every second of it. And I would even let the Roadhog live. I would let the Roadhog live. And let him heal. Just so he can come out and I start shooting him again. Yeah. Roadhog. So, yeah, and I think it's just... he he's, definitely, he's more of a detriment to his team. Just by being on the field. Because he's charging enemy ults. You know, and I now would get, he's going to heal easier. And be around he, longer to charge ults. Mm-hmm. As long as they have good heals, he's not going to get an effective kill. As long as they have good heals and people know how to how to bait the hook. I mean, maybe if they make his hook go back to what it was before, maybe that could work. Maybe I could pull someone around a corner again. You know, I actually was thinking about pulling somebody around a corner, and I think that's viable, but they need to add a mechanic to it. They, they need to add a mechanic to it. Like, you just can't do the hook, and if they go around the corner while you're while the hook's passing them, hook them in. I don't like that. I think if they did something like 
you do the hook, right? And somebody goes around a corner, but then you have to turn the hook to make it like hit the edge and kind of like use a little physics to get the hook to go around the corner. If he manages to touch the hook, the little person in, you got him and you can pull him back to you. I think that'd be kind of cool. Dude, the hooks like up on, on buildings and everything prior to the change were really skilled shots. Like you had to hit a little itty bitty box to hit that soldier head that just barely peeked over. I mean, yeah. it was. I mean, it was cool, but it was way overpowered when you could one shot kill him. So, but now he's just kind of like weak. So why not change it back? That's that's part problem. Like they don't revert changes when they need to. Torbjorn still fifteen percent less damage <laughs> on console. So, uh, uh, Symmetra's turret still fifteen percent less damage on consoles. Just hmm. revert the change. <laughs> you know, at, at this point. Because it was only a problem when they were double heroes. That was it. That was the only problem. When they were double heroes. So they need to get rid of that, but they don't revert changes when they need to. They're kind of just going to push forward with this. But uh, yeah, this is this is not what Roadhog needs. This is definitely not what he needs. Like, he needs... He was always an alt battery, right? He was always an alt battery. But the thing was, like, people were afraid to be in front of him, right? Like, oh, yeah. if a soldier was far away from him... Sure, he'd take pot shots at him, but a soldier, if, if you were like, if a roadhog popped out right in front of you, you you have to bait the hook or get the fuck out of there. Or try to do both. Try to get the fuck out of there, bait the hook, okay, now you can shoot the fucker. Right? Yeah. And it like, wasn't easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's the thing, like, roadhog is a joke because people don't even run away from him. They run into him now. Dude, he's not. <laughs> so, real quick, Arctic Shadow in the chat says, Road is good in low elo, but not in high elo, still in this patch. I totally don't agree because I have dropped down to low elo recently. And <laughs> when I see him, it's like, I don't even I don't even know it's him. It's just another, like, player on the other team. It's that it doesn't even phase anybody anymore. It's like, you know, before it was like, oh, fuck, they got a road. What are we going to do? Now it's just like, oh, shit, they had a road that whole time. I didn't even recognize it. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't even know. <laughs> That's how it feels now. But before you were like, oh no, like what are we gonna do? Somebody's gotta like we need two people after the road or something. He was just that powerful. Yeah, the only but time I've seen him, him so bad you don't even notice him anymore. There's been a very few niche cases where Roadhog has given me trouble since the change, and it's only places where there's a lot of places to get dropped in a hole, and Roadhog grabs you and turns you. I mean, that is still frustrating, but it's just as frustrating when you get booped into a hole with with Lucio, which is arguably much easier. So, I still love booping the Ridehards from behind into the well. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> It's still a good move. It still works. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to be that Reinhardt and be like, what just happened? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Weak. <laughs> Why did my team protect me from Lucio? <laughs> no. Oh, and yeah. now I see playing Lucio, I see how hard it is to protect your Reinhardt from that. If Lucio hits that speed boost. E comes around the corner and pops that. And he's already gone before, he, before Reinhardt even hits the ground. He's back to his team. Right. Yeah. Oh well, so they got to make this change. I, people are going to try it out for a little bit, but I really can't see it being helpful and competitive. Maybe I'm totally wrong. I would, I mean, that'd be great, I guess. You know, if it really helps, but I don't think so. So, but we'll see. 
no community discussion this week. Um, so we're just going to kind of close up here. I mean, we've had a 90 minute show anyway, so <laughs> I think it's time to go home guys. Um, Hmm. All right, so like uh, we're all, like I said, we're always looking for Overwatch stories. So if you have funny stories, mad stories, sad stories, send them over. You know, uh, we uh, we definitely want to hear what you got to say, and we we you know we love to talk about them on the show. Uh, if you uh, are on PS4 or Xbox One, join our PS4 community or Xbox One club. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch, and uh, we'd love to you know hook up with you sometime and play. So join those communities. Um, and uh, as soon as I start playing on console again, I, I, I played on console once recently, and I, I my plan was this season to you know play PC, get the diamond, and then start playing console again. But my playtime has not been as uh, uh, much as I wanted to be, unfortunately. So, but um, yeah, so we have a PS4 and PS4 community and Xbox One club, uh, Discord. Uh, we have a Discord, like I mentioned earlier. So it's discord.mash4.me. Uh, that's discord.mash, the number four, dot me. And we'd love to have you on there to uh, to chat with you. Most of our conversations go on there. And anybody can join that from console or PC. It doesn't make a difference. I always like to talk about Heroes of Overwatch because it's a great Facebook community. For those of you who uh, enjoy Overwatch, and if you're looking for somebody to play with across any platform, or if you are just looking for some great Overwatch memes, that is a great place to be. So check out Heroes of Overwatch on Facebook. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. You can uh, catch the podcast on a bunch of different podcast platforms. We're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts for iOS, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, Podbean. And we do have an RSS feed for uh those who have your own pod catcher so uh the links for all those are right are available right on the mash those buttons website so you can check it out there uh we do have a twitter account which is twitter.com slash watchpoint radio you can follow us there just to keep up with us and you know all the overwatch things that are happening throughout the week we also have twitter.com slash mtb site facebook.com slash mash those buttons and youtube.com slash mash those buttons so um yeah, well, you can check us out there. Uh, Bob, watch them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me on Twitch at Blazin Bob. Okay. And uh, Anthony? Um, Watchpoint Radio underscore The Runs. That's at WPR underscore T-H-A-R-U-N-Z. Uh, guys come in the discord come hang out with me bob and jared uh, and there's a whole bunch of other people there so come hang out and say hi yeah it's a party man uh you can find me on uh twitter at underscore jaw underscore for the most part i do some casual streaming on twitch.tv slash church of jaw i um, think i'm gonna start streaming a bit more like just my games in general uh one, i think I've, my setup is uh, a bit better now the stream the other night went pretty well so uh yeah definitely uh, check that out if you want to hang out with me while i play some games um i encourage uh you know anybody to contact us like if you want to we'd love to hear what you guys have to say we want to hear from you so um you know if you have any uh any questions or any comments about anything we talked about 
feel free to send them over. You can reach us at WPR at matchlessbuttons.com. You can talk to us on Twitter, Facebook, on SoundCloud, or you can come around the site and we'll try to get back to all of that. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast and you want to help us out, the best way to do so is to share the podcast with others and also to rate and review the podcast on your platform of choice. Uh, we have been really enjoying the influx of reviews we've been getting. Thank you guys very much for taking the time to go and review the show after you listen to it. That means, you know, that means a lot to us. So thank you very much. Thank um, you. Yeah, we always love hearing from you. So uh, another way you can help us out is we do have the the store open. Uh, you can go right to matchlessbuttons.com and hit the store icon, or you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash matchlessbuttons. And there's Watchpoint Radio merch available there we might have some new stuff uh for overwatch on there as well in the near future so uh definitely please check that out um encourage you to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming up this week on mashless buttons and you can go to mashlessbuttons.com slash shows to see all of our other podcasts um yeah and that that's it um this is the is this the last show of june of july this is the last show of july um, I'm not going to get into too many details, but August is going to be a good month. I think we're going to have, we definitely have two guests coming up, possibly a third, and we have an announcement. So <laughs> August is going to be a pretty good month. Uh, I think it's going to be, uh, next uh, week is going to be really good. Yeah. So I think you guys are going to enjoy, uh, the announcement, the project that we're going to be working on. So. I'm just going to throw that teaser out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for listening again, and we will catch you guys next week. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Can't top that. How you supposed <laughs> to go? ba do ba do boop If only I knew the 1940s right. song to sing, Bob. <laughs> no, the only thing that happened was womp, womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Catch See you, you guys. Thanks for hanging. <laughs>